Hey everyone, I'm Madeline Dell, the Chapter Goddess. I'm a mom, author, blogger, freelancer, host, and overall creative. I really like to sit down and chat with authors and other creatives to hear what they add to the creative world in general. How do they bring their authentic selves to life in what they do? Our authenticity is important, especially in the world today. So sit back and relax and grab a cup of coffee, hit the like button, subscribe if you haven't already, and let's meet this episode's guest. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Book Chat. Madeline Dell here, and I've got another author for you guys to check out. Before I bring him in, though, I want to mention I have a new book dropping coming out in January. Depends on when you see this. Listen to this. Uh, Blue Flames is finally getting out there. So you guys check it out. You can grab the first book, Black Flames, on my website, thechaptergoddess.com. But here is our special guest today. Hello. Hey, how's it going? It's going well. So go ahead and introduce yourself and tell our viewers and listeners a little bit about you. Absolutely. So hi, my, I'm Michael Young. I go, I run under Michael D. Young, since there's uh, it's kind of a common name. Uh, but uh, I, I kind of have two different sides of my writing. I, I do a lot of fiction, fantasy, and, sci- and science fiction uh, series on one end. And then on the other end, I do... Uh, I've got a lot of nonfiction, uh, and the book I want to talk about today actually has to do with, uh, is a Christmas-themed book. It's all about Christmas carols, uh, and it's also my latest release, and so I, I thought, hey, we're t- going to be talking in December. I might as well talk about uh, uh, the, this book. It's been going great. Um, I've actually had some, I had a, a couple book signings for it last week, and I've got three more coming up at this week, so it's been full speed ahead. Yes. It's always fun when like new books come out, you've got all this stuff. It's almost like cha- like a good kind of chaos going on. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Totally. And this is Advent Carol's right countdown. Yeah. yeah and, and Advent Carol's countdown. Yeah. Advent. Yes. So where did the inspiration come from for this story? Let's give us a little more information. Oh yeah. No problem. So um, I, what you'll find in it is, so it's called an Advent Carol's countdown. So the advent is like it's like an advent calendar, mm-hmm. where they they it's it's split up into twenty four different sections. So like you can read one section every day leading up to Christmas, mm-hmm. uh, kind of kind of like those little advent calendars. You get a little yeah. chocolate every day, whatever. <laughs> but each one of them tells the the true story of a different Christmas carol, uh, so that you you learn about the carol. And then at the bottom, there's a little QR code. So you just hold your phone's camera over it. And it plays that carol for you. So you learn about Oh Holy Night or whatever, and you and then it you hold your phone up and it plays the uh, has a, a YouTube video of Oh Holy Night that it plays for you. So you can, hopefully, I, I envision this as being kind of like a, a tradition, a Christmas tradition that people can start with their families. That you know, you, you read about the carol and then you listen to it every day, and it, it helps you anticipate the the coming Christmas season. That is amazing because I've honestly I've wondered like what the background history is behind carols, but I've always like kind of 
Most Who knows? All, that thought comes up anytime we're like singing it or when I'm with family and I'm like, no, I got to pay attention right now. I can't go get lost <laughs> in a rabbit hole. Like really want to know. But that's really cool. And that it Thank plays you. that with the QR code. That's, mm-hmm. that's creative. Like definitely how you put that in there. Oh, thank you. And because the the thing is, is it started out as a a podcast. I just called the Carols of Christmas, and each little bite sized episode was a different carol. And uh, on the podcast, I would talk about the carol, and then I would sing a verse of it. I, I'm a musician as well, so but but I'm like, oh, what can I? How can I do it uh, <laughs> this way? So, but the neat thing is, is the um, the QR codes take you to videos and a lot of them are actually of a choir that I sing with. So uh, you, there's a bonus game of where's Waldo. You could try to spot me in the, in the choir. <laughs> that is awesome. And I apologize for my dog barking in the background. Oh, no worries. Uh, I have way too many animals in this house and it just, they always like to act up. I, I feel like when I get to like chatting with anybody, it's insane. Do you have any pets? <laughs> I don't have pets, but I have three children that key, uh, can be quite noisy when <laughs> they want to be. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, it's almost like my animals are children too, but like, oh gosh. I actually had a lot, yeah. and you can't see them, but I have a, one dog and one cat in here because they were like, no, mom, don't shut the doors. Like, <laughs> why is your quiet? And the other dog is now barking in the in the living room with my child. Oh, gotcha. So what other books do you have besides the Christmas book you mentioned? You, because you said you write fiction as well, like other. I do. Yeah. I've got a few main series that the, the first one that came out is called the Canticle Kingdom series. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's like a kind of a young, young adult about a, uh, a person who gets uh, pulled into a world that's contained inside of a music box. Uh, so that, that that's a that's a really fun one. <laughs> um, I've got another series called the Last Archangel series. It's kind of like an angels and demons end of days sort of um, scenario there, uh, uh, where where you follow a a guy who, who an angel who's a destroying angel, so he can decide whether to spare somebody or to whether they need to, they need to be destroyed. Ooh, nice. <laughs> um, then we have uh, my series called the Chess Quest Chess quest series like chess pieces pawn mm-hmm. rook knight so there's five of those and each one is based on a different the titles are based on a different chess piece and it's a um that's just a middle grade series about yeah. um, uh, a young man who, who discovers that he's, he's part of this uh, order of knights and so that those are the rank those are the ranks like you start out as a pawn you get promoted to a rook and yeah and eventually uh, it becomes the king so <laughs> oh, that is actually really cool i, I like that and so you've got this, you've got books kind of like in multiple like areas. Mm-hmm. How do you put your mind and the mindset to create such different pieces? Uh, you know, I just, um, the way that I work, I always have multiple things going on at once. Uh, I, I like, I kind of like the strategy of having multiple projects mm-hmm. and then just consistently chipping away a little bit at each one every day. I, I, yeah. I think I've got a little bit of that limited attention span where it's really hard to sit down and write, you know, I feel that. <laughs> a thousand words, right. You know, just, just back to back. We don't like, I just, okay, I'm going to write a few hundred here and a few hundred here. I'm going to work on this and that. And as long as you're consistent with that, your stuff still gets done. Mm-hmm. And then you, then you there, there comes a day when you're like, Whoa, look, I just finished like five projects. How fun. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, that's, it's a good feeling. It um, is. I kind of do the same thing. And it also gives your mind like a break. 
Because sometimes yeah. you, start, you find yourself just like staring, like, come on thought. You were there earlier, but you it's like this. not happening. And just, <laughs> yeah. That's no, I, I agree. And like, you, you never get too like, uh, in your head about it. Like, you know, I, I can, I can write 300 words on this right now. Like that, I, that's, you know, it, that's a very doable yeah. snack sized goal. You know? And then, yeah, yeah it, it, that, you kind of need to set those goals in a way that you're like, that you can be consistent about it. Like I'm like, I'd love to write 10,000 words a day, but you know, and I probably could for a day or two, but then you'd be like, hey, I'm so done, you know, yes. and then not, it wouldn't write for weeks. Yeah. So. Yeah. Burnout. Oh my gosh. Speaking of, have you dealt with writer's block before? Um, only in very limited context. So the, the, it helps the way, like I, the way it worked, like I just mentioned. And then I, I'm the kind of person too, where I I'm doing other stuff like, Hey, I'm washing the dishes or, you know, whatever. Uh, and I'm, I'm always kind of letting the gears turn about my writing. And so I, if, if I've got a, a novel that I'm working on, like last month, we did national novel, national novel. Yeah, writer. Yeah. No, no, yeah, my I won for my ninth time. It was yes! really stoked. Oh my gosh, I totally <laughs> pushed myself to finish Nano this year, and not that I didn't last year, but like, oh my gosh, I started. I was like, I'm gonna do this, and it's like mid month <laughs> stuff happened and life happened. I was just like, yeah. okay. so I was like rushing at the end. Whole oh, but you, you made it. I did. I oh, nice. almost didn't, but like. Oh, that's just like, you know what? I'm just going to sit here and just like breathe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, fun. especially for Nano, I was like, okay, I've got to, yeah. oh, when I'm not writing, I'm often thinking about it and kind of mm-hmm. working out some of the, okay, now I, how would, what would be the most interesting way to resolve this conflict? Or like, what would, what would they do next? What would be in character? What would be in character? You know, and and so with that, when I sit down to write, I've got, okay, I've I've already chewed on this for a little while and I yeah. go so I I don't have I don't often have problems with writer's block for that reason nice that's good so that that the whole <laughs> like way you've got it writing helps um what was your favorite book to write out of the ones you have done so far oh man that's so hard um you know I think it's actually gonna the, the one the it's the one series I didn't actually mention is called the uh, it's called the hunger, mm-hmm. and then this is one that's it's aimed at a more uh, it's aimed at an adult audience, just because it's more of like a high fantasy, more you know complex you know, themes and characters and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I I love that because I'm I'm such a um, uh, kind of a world building junkie. I love just <laughs> diving deep into like cre- creating worlds and ta- thinking about different aspects of that, about their food and their music and their literature and their history and their yeah. politicians. And, you know, just, um, I, I felt like I got to do a really deep dive in that one. So that was super satisfying, uh, to, to bring that all together and to create this big kind of complex world. Ooh. So with doing the world building, where did you go to find the research to create this? That's a really good, good question. So uh, there are three main uh, like countries uh, mm-hmm. that, that were part of the the plot, the, the kind of three tribes. And so I, I based each one of them kind of on, on a different uh, tradition. So one of them w- w- was a little bit more kind of Norse feeling. Ooh. And so like, you know, I, I, I didn't, I don't directly take like the, you know, the, the Norse pantheon or whatever, yeah. but like the kind of like the same sort of values and same sort of 
kind of lifestyle and like a, a little bit of like their fashion and stuff, but then adding a few things that are completely different from that, like mixing the familiar with the strange. I think mm-hmm. it's, 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 a, it's usually a, a, excuse me, a winning formula. And so I, I, each one of the, the three major tribes is loosely based on, on some sort of real world stuff, um, mm-hmm. countries or, or cultures, but the, uh, adding, um, a fantastical spin to them things that you know it's there's elements of that world that don't exist in our world and so you have to account for that and like how how would they deal with this x y and z yeah yeah i always love those little intricate details that readers don't even think about when they read it but like <laughs> When, once you become an author, you see things so differently than the readers do. Because that, like the world building stuff, like you have to have, you have to go through and create a history before you have your characters. And it's just a lot of fun. Did you do a fascinating backstory for any characters in that? Yeah. So the, with this one, um, I actually, after I, I wrote the first book, I went back and wrote a novella to kind of be like my reader magnet. Mm-hmm. That was um, the hist- that, that told the story of one of the main character's ancestors, and that it, it tied into kind of like you kind of it helped you see why uh, my protagonist was the way he was. Like this is the family that he came from. Yeah, you know, he, he was a little bit more upper crust um, sort of guy, but then he uh, and and he gets fascinated. Himself gets fascinated with history, and so I thought it like I had to tell some of that history in, in a way that um, it stands on in its own as a story, but then also um, links in with the the bigger story that I'm trying to tell. Ooh. So that was fun. Yeah. So I'm going to pull us back to an Advent Carol's countdown. You bet. What is your favorite Carol in that story? Having oh. researched the backstory of all <laughs> the history of each Carol, did you find one you like? Oh, absolutely. There's so many that I love here. And a lot of them I, I've gotten familiar with just by, by performing them in choirs and stuff. Um, I think my favorite story was actually the story of Oh Holy Night. Um, so interesting because it, it's sung all over the place right now. But, oh, yeah. So it... it, it, it let me just kind of give you the Reader's Digest version. Do we still say that? I don't know. Um, it works. It <laughs> <laughs> was that the, the, the uh, Too Lazy Didn't Read version, right? Yes. <laughs> Maybe today for the Are internet. They, uh, cliff Note version. That the Cliff Notes, yes. yes. That, everyone knows Cliff Notes. But anyway, um, it it was actually first commissioned in France. Uh, as somebody, with, they were doing a, a big uh, midnight mass at their church. Uh, the, this cathedral, and they commissioned a poet to, to create a new song for it. Uh, but th- this poet actually was not religious at all. Oh. It, it was not even a believer. And they just said, oh, look at the Bible, look at the Christmas story in the Bible, and come up with a poem that we can set to music. And so he's like, all right, cool, you know, it's a paycheck. And so he, the guy who wrote it didn't, wasn't actually even a believer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, he wasn't Christian. Um, but he, he wrote this beautiful French poem and then it was it was uh, they passed it off to a composer, who was actually a Jewish man, who so also not doesn't celebrate yeah. Christmas. That is <laughs> so, interesting. Like, uh, wow. Yeah, yeah. And so th- those two came together, and for years and years it was the the, the it was the music that we're familiar with. Um, but 
it actually kind of it got super super popular. But then the the Catholic Church in France decided it was the song was a little bit subversive. It, it talks about uh, throwing off. Uh, I think that like in the second verse right now, it says something about chain shall he break for the slave is our brother or something like that. Mm-hmm. But so like it, it kind of had these little like undertones of like throwing off power and oppression. And so it was actually banned by the Catholic church in France for years and years. Like you, you couldn't sing it. Uh, but that, you know what that meant, hap- made it, them do is sing it more. Yeah. You know, they, 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 that just encourages <laughs> it. They'd get together and they'd sing it in their private uh, Christmas gatherings and parties and stuff. And so it it kind of maintained this underground popularity for a really long time. And then um, over time, it got a lot of uh, people from France uh, left to go live in the New World, um, settled in what's now the United States. Uh, and a, a, finally, a Christian minister uh, heard this beautiful French song, and he translated it into English into the version that we sing today in the United States. Um, and so it's really the the brainchild of three different people who didn't yeah. know each other and who, and you know, a, a a Jewish man, a non-religious person, and a Christian all came together to create this like iconic Christmas song. Wow. Um, and. Finally, the, the last really, really cool fact about it is uh, Oh Holy Night was the very first song to ever be broadcast over the radio. Really? So it, yes, they were, they, were, they were doing a test to see, because yeah. there had been a lot of speaking over the radio up to that point, but they, they wanted to test sending music over the radio. And so they got uh, a, a violinist mm-hmm. and the violinist came up and played Oh Holy Night on the violin and broadcast it over the radio. Wow. So that's well the, actually tied into like history big time then. Like Yeah. So wow. it like it then you would never know these things. So if you like if you just didn't if you didn't dig a little bit deeper. So this was this was really, really fun because you just learned all these crazy cool things and you learned how old some of these carols are. Hundreds, hundreds no, three, four, five hundred years old. Yeah. Um that 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 they've been used in celebrations for that long. And a lot of them, you know, they go undergo changes, but even the earliest versions you recognize, oh yeah, yeah, that's O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, or whatever, like Carol, yeah. like it's, you still there recognize There are a ton of versions of them, but it, I, I don't know, they're all, they're pretty, like, and that's, that's really cool. Which one did you find that you actually didn't like as much that you put in there? Did you have one that was your least favorite? I know. Oh man, I don't fascinating know. Fascinating facts. It's <laughs> probably hard to pick one. So I, I wouldn't say there's one that was my least favorite. I'd, I'd say that there are some that have better stories than others. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's some like um, for my podcast I, I did. Um, I was called Yeso Bambino. Mm-hmm. Bambino. Um, and it was, it was an inter- like, it was just, it was a pretty straightforward story of like, oh, you know, this guy, he just, he worked, he was an artist in a church and he wrote this song, you know, <laughs> so it's like, you know, there's something like that. And there's other ones to like, that go back, you know, this uh, hundreds of years and have these yeah. cool like things about him, like a holy night and stuff. But yeah, I, I only put stuff, I, I just love Christmas Carol so much that I, I don't think I'd, I'd say any of them are not, yeah. you know, that I don't like. So in picking the carols for this book, did you just write down a list of 25 that are, yeah, 25, right? Did I get that number? Is it 24? Oh, so I do, I do 24 because it's okay. just like an advent calendar. Like, yeah. You know, I, was thinking, I was like, wait, that didn't sound right. Oh, no worries. No worries. <laughs> did you just like pick 24 of your favorite or did you kind of research 
like which ones were most popular during oh gotcha so i uh so actually when when i sat down and like i i was planning it it as a podcast right so i actually sat down and wrote out five years worth like uh, five Christmases worth of it and said like, I'm going to get, yeah, I'm going to get all my, I'm going to hit all my favorites. But I also thought like, I want to try to include some from uh, some that are are pretty familiar, Mm -hmm. but also then a few that people might not know as well. And that like introduce you to something new. Yeah. Uh, And so I I wanted a a mix of both the familiar and the kind of the novel ones. And so that, that that played a lot into my selection process. Like um, in here that, the, the book mm-hmm. on day, thir- I believe it's day 13, I included this beautiful Norwegian carol that I had, I hadn't heard until I participated in a Christmas concert where we had a guest artist from Norway named Sissel. Uh, and she sang this Norwegian carol that just brought the house down. It was so beautiful. And so I like, I've never, I just never, never forgotten. And so like, I got to include that in yeah. my book. And so it, it, it's neat because then the uh, the QR code is actually goes to a, the YouTube video of her singing it, it from that concert. That's so cool. <laughs> I, I love when you find songs like that that just affect mm. you so much. You can't forget them because it's just, I don't know what it is. It just stirs your spirit and like, yeah, that's awesome. Oh, it's- it's so good. That's all. I, I'm like, I've got to, I've got to let other people feel what I'm feeling right here. You know, like, Especially if it's recorded, like, oh, yeah. that's even well, better. And, and not even, then this, uh, uh, the singer is just phenomenal. Yeah. I guess she's kind of like the national treasure of Norway. Like everybody in Norway knows her because <laughs> she's like their, um, the, the person they, they hold up. Yeah, almost like, oh, I, dare I say it, Mariah Carey with, like, the U.S. I'm not a Mariah Carey <laughs> fan because, like, I got tired well, of no, every, Christmas everybody music. Knows her, yeah, totally. but that's, like, all everybody talks about, and it's like, oh, it's Mariah Carey Christmas time. And I'm like, no! No, <laughs> no, don't do it. Or, like, oh, Celine Dion in Canada or something. It's something that, like, yeah. oh, everybody knows, okay, she's from, yeah, yeah. That is so totally. cool. So yeah, it, it's been it has been just so fun, like uh, sharing this book with other people and having them say like, you know, I, I'm getting texts back and being like, oh, this is I, I've been doing it with my kids, with my family. It's been yes. a blast. We just we're gonna we're gonna do it every year. Like you're coming out with another volume. I'm like, I hope so. <laughs> that would be I, so cool, and I like that because you, you mentioned you want people to use that tied into their traditions, and that's perfect. Like that's a new way to introduce songs nobody's heard before. So. Yeah, and I hope, especially in my that in my later volumes, I want to incorporate uh, from other countries' traditions. There are tons of great, for example, uh, Spanish language Christmas carols that I, I've just sung a few over, over the years that I just love. They're so fun, and so yeah, and they just have a little bit of a different sound to them. And so I, I love that variety, and I hope to through my podcast and through hopefully this book and maybe some other volumes of it to. You know, introduce people to uh, a, a variety of things from all over the world. I, I think yeah. that that makes uh, you know, your musical, tr- you know, music Christmas comes around every year. Uh, it can be, it be, it's nice to have a little bit of variety. What do you listen to? Or yes, you know, I, I have to agree because I kind of killed my husband with my like playlist because growing up, <laughs> my family would travel from um, 
our home in Oklahoma to my dad's family in Texas. Oh, cool. And we would listen to an Amy Grant Christmas album <laughs> the oh, entire way. And I like, know exactly the one you're talking about. Yes. That's and so funny. He was so, he, I was like, oh, we got to do this. Like when we first got together and like started <laughs> going to family like stuff and everything. I was like, oh, we've got to listen to this. This is like a family tradition. I'm like, it, it was a longer drive for me and him than it was for my family <laughs> to get two of them. So so like a, it was like, okay, this. we are not listening to this again. Like, we've got to listen to something else. I was like, okay. Oh, that's so like, funny. But I love that album. It's like. Yeah, I, mean, I know. My, uh, I actually lived in Oklahoma as a kid for a little while uh, at the Air Force. And so, yeah, we, uh, my, my, my mom was a big Amy Grant yeah, you know, like a lot of the country singers. Yeah, yes. I, so I I know very well what you're talking about. Yes, I've already played it for my son, and he loves it too. So I'm just like, oh, like it's we're gonna keep it in. But and I love that you're tying music into the stories, like you're bringing it all together, and that just that makes has a different effect on readers. Did you oh, have absolutely. that in mind when you started with this creative idea? Yeah, you know, I uh, this is kind of like the two. Two sides of my own life. I, you know, I, I can't. Uh, for, for me, music and writing just go just naturally go together because that's just yeah. kind of who I am. I, you know, I I I write quite, write a lot and I I sing a lot and I'm like, hey, let's, let's if I can find a way to, to to merge the two, then all the better, right? You know, it, it's a better yeah. representation of you know what what I bring to the table. So I love it. That's awesome because you're using all your creativity to put it out there. So when putting the book together, what did you find was your biggest struggle? Yeah, just, I, I think one of the, the, the biggest thing is, yeah, number one, just th- figuring out, okay, what, what songs would be the most um, appropriate, especially in this first volume here, like, um, and then also <laughs> the, the disparity between some songs being so interesting and other songs being kind of just like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, that's that's pretty. Yeah, middle of the road there. I mean, you know, but there really are. I, there really are a lot of good. Really, are a lot of good stories. So I think a lot, sometimes you you gotta just realize they're not all gonna be uh, as cool as a Silent Night or Oh Holy Night or Carol of the Bells. Those are all great stories. Um, yeah, but uh, you just want to include them anyway because the that you do want to make sure that they're you know. The, the songs themselves are, are worthy of being included. Yes, that's true. And th- that process, was that hard to figure out? Like, Yeah, like- well, and two, I, I had to pick a lot of songs. Like I'm focusing on songs that uh, are, are going to have a lot of problems with copyright and stuff. Uh, actually, I, you'll know, in a lot of, a lot of the chapters, I included all of the, the lyrics because most of them are in the public domain. But for example, Carol of the Bells, I could, I could link the video, I could talk about the history, but I couldn't put the lyrics in hmm. because uh, some sort of copyright. Something yeah. Or so, yeah, that was that was a little frustrating. That's probably the biggest roadblock I hit was a little bit of that. But um, and I actually had to swap out one of them for that that same reason. I, oh, that's right. It was I wonder as I wander. It sounds like it's an old like folk song. But it was mm-hmm. actually it was actually written more recently and so it was it was actually still under copyright i'm like really that's that's a 
Wow. Sounds like an old folk song, like like you yeah. something from the 1800s or so that that that's you know of course not under copyright, but I did yeah. have to swap that one out of the book mm-hmm. uh, because they're like, yeah, we'd we'd have to pay a bunch of money to license this. So mm. yeah, yeah I think that that was definitely the biggest issue. I can't, I bet. And that's no fun. Like having that's to right. deal with that. Well, but luckily I, like I said, I had been continuing the podcast. And so I, mm. I had a bunch of other songs on deck that I could just be like, okay, let's just swap that one in. That's good. That is always yeah. good. So do you think you'll do a volume two or like a, uh, I guess, I sh- it, almost, it, like it is all, book? oh, sure. It's all up to my publisher actually at this point. Um, they, they I already put it together, the second volume together as a book. And it's in their hands. They have it. Ooh. You know, if sales go well enough this Christmas, uh, they'll probably give that the green light. So I, that's what I'm hoping. I'd love it to be like a little box set. You could like, you know, yes, you could, you that could be like, like a pick. little. You could go to like I'm going to use Target as an example because that's like my go-to store. Yeah, no they got that huge Christmas <laughs> section just like right there, and it'd be there with that. Yeah, oh, that'd, that'd be, be so awesome. Cool. Well, here's hoping. You know, this is. Uh, I mean, so far as I, I feel like the sales have been going great. I've been doing books, book signings, and mm-hmm. uh, I've had a bunch of, you know, uh, friends and coworkers and people in my choir come up and say, "Hey, sign my book, please." You know, so just anecdotally, I think things are going okay. Um, That's good. And the nice thing too is, like, yeah, you know, with a novel. People yeah. will buy one, right? Yeah. But with, with a book like this, that's like a gift book. They're like, I want one for me. And then I want five more for my friends, you know, like yes. to give out as gifts and stuff. So I think that's helping to boost my sales in, the, in this particular one. Because this really would make an excellent Christmas gift. So yeah, that's what people are doing. Like my, I have to say my, one of my aunts is the, the MVP. She, she said, I bought 20 Holy that she, that, cow. I know that she gave away as, 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 as gifts to various people in her life. So I was like, yeah, you're that's right. so yeah. awesome though. I told like, you that you're my favorite and yes. <laughs> like you're my favorite aunt in the world and you're it's just it. spreading my love everywhere. Here's the books. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that, that's, that's really nice. So I, I'm, I'm optimistic about the, the possibility of it, of the series continuing. I ho- hope so. I've gotten, Lots and lots of good feedback and a very, very, very positive response. You know, like uh, on reviews and stuff, people have been very happy with it. So here's hoping. Yes. And I definitely wish you the best of luck with it because, like, it's the perfect time to get it. It's holiday season. Yep. (laughs) Everybody's doing the Christmas shopping and stuff. Um, so what I like to do with my shows, I like to ask every creative what their form of self-care is, because like we all live in a chaotic world. How do you take care of yourself to keep everything going, like your brain on the right track and your just mental health in good health? Awesome. So yeah, for, for me, I've got different, I've got different go-to playlists. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I actually have one uh, on my Spotify that's called feel better. (laughs) So it's literally, if I I had a bad day, I'm like, okay, it's a, it's feel better time. And I just, oh, I I just let that shuffle through different things that, that kind of helps, you know, recenter me and like, okay, it's going to be all right. You know, the, yeah, it's just a bad day, not a not a bad life. You know, like yes. you have a lot of blessings. You're you're you have a lot of good good aspects in your life. So just um, yeah, music really helps me th- keep things in perspective. Um, I also uh, I 
one of the things I just really love is spending time with my, um, I've, I've got three kids mm-hmm. uh, uh, and my wife, just, it's just doing something fun with the family. Um, I think really, really helps me focus again on, on what, uh, what's really important. Um, for example, I, I've got a little one-year-old baby girl Aww. and man, I, all I got to do, no matter how bad my day was, it just, um, I see her the first time of the day and just see her little face light up, see and see when I go when I come home. Uh, that to me yeah. is amazing <laughs> self-care. <laughs> just just yeah. being around just being around her and yeah, it, it's great because she's very she's a very silly kind of goofy, loves to tease, loves to be teased. Uh mm-hmm. just as a great just a big old grin, just very expressive. So just just being around uh, just being around them actually recharges my batteries quite a bit. Awesome. Well, we have reached our time. So go ahead and tell our listeners and viewers where they can find you and your books. Absolutely. So one of the best um, places to find me is just my author website. It's pretty simple. It's just authormichaelyoung.com. I've got all my books for sale up there. Um, uh, specifically at Advent Carol's Countdown, really all of my books are available on Amazon. Um, Advent Carol's Countdown is a hardback gift book, so it's a little bit smaller. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice, you know, gift fits right in the stocking. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it's also available as a Kindle ebook and um, as an Audible um, audiobook. Ooh. I thought the Audible book is interesting. With oh, yeah, it is. And it's, yeah, they did, did a great job with it. I'm like, wow, this is, this is nice. You know, my publisher out all the stops and the, the um i heard of just a beautiful uh, cover artist and like cover for it the artist was incredible so um yeah that, those are the best place to find me i'm also on uh F- facebook under uh, books by michael young I'm, I'm on instagram i'm on um i've been doing tiktok actually every day on tiktok i um i say okay today is day six we're doing this song and then i sing a little bit of it oh. uh, like as a way to like okay read along with me and learn about this song you know care of the bells or whatever yeah that is so cool well thank you for being on the show today you're welcome i appreciate uh, your invite this has been a lot of fun hey guys me again thank you for watching the show i hope you enjoyed the book chat and everything we talked about If you'd like to check out some of my work, you can find the link to my website below. Or you can reach out to me through my website to be on the show yourself. Also, don't forget to check out the Featured Creatives work. I super appreciate them taking time out of their day to be on the show. And also, don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe. We've got many new things coming in the future. So once again, thanks for watching. See you soon.